Well, Saints are getting us underway. They're in their, their usual home strip and they're defending and defending as Sir Jason Gaddy Gaddy gets away down the side. And Jason oh, Gaddy Gaddy, oh, oh. as he did on his debut, as he did on his debut, gets an instantaneous try. A stunning start here. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show. Just quickly, re that charity um, basketball game this afternoon with the celebrities. We understand it's on the Kings website, so you can watch that game. It'll be fantastic to watch. Willow from Windsor's chimed in this morning, Dino. He's going out to the, watch Penrith this afternoon against the Raiders. He can't wait. Another packed house out there at Penrith. I've got to try and avoid the score. Take the game, get home and watch it. Okay. So that's my mission. I might for text you. Just no, no, I'll, I'll turn my phone off. And um, Creamy Dapto's chimed in. Hope you enjoy the game, Ray. When those Hawks smash the Kings, go the Hawks. So that's the Kings versus the Hawks game this afternoon. A bloke called Barry Bulldog texts in. Hey, Ray and Bulldog. Great show. Bulldog, do you remember back in 1985, the Billy Ocean song, When the Going Gets Tough, the Tough Get Going. You and Ray are gentlemen. Thank you, Barry. Oh, that's very nice of you, Barry. Good man. Yeah, I wonder what our next guest actually thinks on that sentiment. He's no gentleman. Or whatever he thinks we are. Phil Buzz Rothfield, good morning. Yeah, Oh, he's got it wrong, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I nicknamed him in 1989. I got back from a tour of England and I saw him there. He was a sub-editor in those days, the dog. And uh, I wasn't happy about that press conference the other day. Well, for, well Not happy. You found it... Yeah. <laughs> You've found enough to bag me and laugh at me for five days. Now you come out here and say you're not happy. You found it hilarious. I even rang Des Hassel. Hey, Buzz, we might ask you just to, to move a little bit there because that line is just breaking up. Hopefully it's okay. Um, I did want to ask Buzz, when we get him on back on, um, where does Bulldog actually come from? Uh, my first trip was... As a kid, a rookie reporter, remember those pre-season twoies new? Yeah, 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 the cup games cup, and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went yeah. to Bathurst and remember the Bathurst Bulldog, yeah. Hondo, oh, Gratton. Hondo Gratton. Yeah. That's where it came from. Phil will say, because I look like a Bulldog. Uh, but Buzz, that's how it was. What's the veracity of Dino's explanation there? Just look sideways, Ray, and have a look at his head. That's why I know Bulldog. up about it. Is that line better, Raymond? It's better. Just stay right there. Don't move, Buzz. Hey, Buzz, we've seen some fantastic footy already this weekend. I want to take you back to the Cronulla Manly game. And we were texting midway through the first half. And the Sharks look fantastic. But using that horrible cliche, it was a game of two halves. Buzz, what happened? Yeah, oh, what, what happened, Raymond? It's very hard work for footy clubs to get to Melbourne. Uh, the brutality of playing their forward pack. In fact, their entire side when you got blokes like Justin Ollum belting your, your mm. centre three quarters. And you jump on the plane the next morning and you come home. And it's even harder when you've got a five-day turnaround. So I, I, I think fatigue set in and, you know, they've had the short preparation. Um, so, look, I obviously didn't like what I saw, but, mm. you know, give them a lot of credit and... Talakai, what a player. Oh, what a, what a game, And yeah. I'll do something in my column, guys, tomorrow. 
you know who he's one-on-one with next week. It's Thursday night in Brisbane with Katoni Staggs. What a clash. Yeah. And that will be a blockbuster one-on-one. And no one will be more interested than Brad Freddie Fittler. Mm. The remarkable story with this guy, which I think makes him an absolute certainty to sit on the bench for New South Wales, is that he started this year in the front row. He then went to the edge. And now he's just, you know, tearing sides mm. apart in the centre. Incredible. And, it, yeah. and guys, it's not just his size. He's got a little kick on him. You, you saw that. He, yeah. He's got a great... He's got a little bit of footwork. Soft hands, too. Yeah, Yeah, he's got good hands, yeah. Yeah, so... Got all the skills. Would there ever be a more ideal player who can cover all those positions? You're certainly right in contention for origin, won't he, Buzz? Buzz, in your column today, watch the Buzz in the Sunday telly, you talk about Cameron Munster, and I'm interested to know your thoughts here, that he's not ready to extend at Melbourne, even if they increase their original offer. But he does want to know what Craig Bellamy's doing before he considers signing any contract. Yeah, well, look, I spoke to Brayton Ash. As you know, I work at Fox with him two nights a week, and um, I spoke to him in the green room about him the other day, and I, I said, look, what's it going to take? And he said, look, the first thing he wants to know who's going to coach the football side. Mm. And Cameron Munster, as, as everyone knows, it's been well publicised, has had a lot of career hiccups in uh, recent years. But the bloke who has always been there for him, always stood alongside him, always backed him, oversaw his rehab last year was Craig Bellamy. And he loves playing. They've got a really, really tight relationship. And uh, he's achieved his success under Craig Bellamy. And um, I I think he'd take slightly under to stay there if uh, Craig Bellamy decides to stay. Look, I don't think that's too far off. I think it'll be done by the end of the month. And what are we at now? We're about a week away. Mm. So, um, yeah, um, he will take less to stay, but not not a lot less because the, the Redcliffe money is going to be huge. Yeah, no, it's amazing what Dolphins money they've got. Hey, Buzz, also in your What's the Buzz column, I, it's a beautiful story, this. I don't think you're much more proud a father than Steve Mortimer was walking his beautiful daughter down the aisle, Erin, and you've got a lovely picture of Steve doing just that yeah. last week. Yeah. Look, I really urge all our listeners, normally you ask people to read your column for the words, mm-hmm. your story, but this picture, the Turby at 65, he's had all these health struggles and the pride and the love in his face as he walks Erin down the aisle, it's just Someone sent it to me, and I rang the family to get permission to use it. And um, Turvey, as we know, is, is doing it tough with dementia, and he, he had another unrelated illness, and he was in hospital for seven days. But he bounced out of his hospital bed. He was there for the wedding, and my goodness, it's a beautiful oh, photo, guys. Yeah. He's staying very proud of his lovely daughter, Erin. It's it's a fantastic photo. Good on yeah, you. Yeah, beautiful too. story yeah. too, Buzz. Yeah. Buzz, I'm really interested in your thoughts on this too. You've written that Paul Green has knocked back Leeds in the Super yes. League, but you write that that is significant and that pressure is building on Trent Barrett at the Bulldogs. So obviously, yeah, yeah joining the dots here, are we sort of linking Green to a, a possible job at Belmore in the future? Well, I think there's three coaches I keep talking about. There's um, Cameron Serraldo at Penrith, who worked and was very close to Phil Gould when he worked uh, at Penrith, uh, Gus. And 
There's also Shane Flanagan and uh, there's Trent Barrett. Maybe difficult for Shane Flanagan with his son there because that's going to be a difficult issue for some time there. But look, Paul Green went, was very, very close to getting the Broncos job. It was a real. Do you remember the, all the talks mm, he had at the mm. same time as Kev Walters? Uh, he knocked back Lee because he thinks he's still got some mileage left in the NRL. And um, Gary Hetherington spoke to him, was keen, but his kids are at school in Brisbane. They 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 uplifted the, the family from Townsville to move, and they're just not ready to do it again. Mm. And uh, look, I think Paul Green won a premiership. It's as good as any coach available on the open market, and yeah. I'd, I'd like to see him back in the NRL, but the West Tigers job doesn't appear to have a vacancy sign up, does it, after the last fortnight? Funny how things change, isn't it? It's amazing week four. Were you guys t- talking about great comebacks earlier? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a really good topic line. I, I, I wrote one down. You guys, did anyone pick up Christian Erickson? The, uh, oh, the, the guy had the, the heart the issue. Heart on the field. Yeah. yeah, well, he, he basically had a heart attack on the field no. playing for Denmark at in the Euro Euros, yeah. in twenty-one. In, in, uh, they had to re- he, they had to resuscitate mm. him on the field. But anyway, he got his medical issues sorted, and he's playing for Brentford in the UK uh, Premier League. Yeah, mate, it's pretty hard to top that one, Buzz. How yeah, good is it, eh? Yeah, that's yeah, fantastic. good is it? What a great... T- were you talking Jackson Hastings, I presume? Or? Oh, no, just... Um, it was Greg inspired Norman. by Greg Norman wanting to go back to the British Open seeking an exemption to, to play at St well, Andrews this year. So, yeah. Mm. What about Jackson Hastings? Yeah, what? no, fantastic comeback. And doesn't he speak well post-game, Buzz? He does, mate. Yeah. And, uh, look, I wrote a piece. I spoke to Daly Cherry Evans because he was in the hotel room all the case and back in 2018 with Jackson Hastings, who was never picked to play for Manly again after that. But it was nice that Cherry Evans spoke so highly of him. And um, Jackson goes back to Brookvale uh, Saturday week, I think it is, with the West Tigers against Manly. It'll be an emotional day, and I, I, I wish him well. He's a had lunch. I spotted him down at Cronulla yesterday. He had lunch at one of the local cafes here before he drove out to Combank Stadium. Buzz, interested in another item in your column. Uh, mm. It's from Steve Gillis, a good friend of us and former the show. colleague, former colleague, Charles. and a former colleague. Yeah, give Zach Lomax a break. And of course, Zach's been in the headlines this week for that yeah. unfortunate incident with Tyson Brazil last weekend. Just run us through what Steve Gillis told you. Ah, uh, look. He just thinks the media, um, what's the word? He, he just thinks the media coverage was a little bit heavy. He admits that Zach Lomax did the wrong thing. He tells how on another page, Michael Carriano's actually spoken to Lomax, and he, he is apologetic about it. And he, It was a try celebration that went wrong, but Chimes is a little bit concerned about the way we... Ca- we sort of cover the game and the, 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 the stories written about Mitchell Moses when he's struggling, about Luke Brooks, up until a couple of weeks ago, who probably had a little bit of mental health, was he wasn't happy. And Chimes sort of has just reminded us that, look, rugby league after all is a game of footy. I, you know, it's actually a big business and these guys get paid a lot of money and, and we're paid to make judgments on them. So I'll, I'll defend the media in this area, but 
it's always good to get two sides of the story. And I actually said on NRL 360 that while Zach Lomax was the goose for doing what he did, I actually, and I've spoken to you guys about this before, I love the Penrith Tri-Celebrations. I love the way they carry on and do that sort of stuff. And they had dramas with the Canberra Raiders last year. Mm, yep. <clears throat> in a game, and Don Furness came out and said they were big heads or something like that. Look, Zach Lomax can't do that again, but I don't want football players to... I don't want them to be robots, Bulldog, is what I'm trying to say. And what did you think of it? Uh, I didn't particularly like it, Buzz, to be honest. I can't... Yeah. I, I think it was more around the Tyson Frizzell. He's such a respected player. Clement didn't like it. Yeah, mm. and if Frizzell no. has been such an ornament to the game and he's such a great ambassador to rugby league. I think that's what probably got to me more. But it sounds like Zach's learned his lesson. It was a moment of madness. He said sorry. Yeah, move on. Move on. Yeah, move on. Hey, Buzz, there's um, four games to complete round seven. We spoke to Matty Elliott earlier. These Anzac Day clashes are enormous, but we'll start with today's games. Newcastle versus Parramatta, Penrith versus Canberra. Your selections? Um, I'd like to think Newcastle at home with a big crowd behind them will make this a serious footy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Parramatta will be angry. They'll have the bounce back effect. And I think they'll be too strong, but all eyes on Ponga and the one point two million dollars, six million dollar man. Yeah. Um, Penrith will beat the Raiders and beat them easily. The Dragons will be up for Anzac Day, the cricket ground, my favourite game of the year. That one, uh, but I yeah. think uh, the Roosters will win, and the Storm should be far too strong for the Warriors down in Melbourne. So it's, I don't think it's that difficult to pick four winners from here. But four compelling games to watch. Hey, Buzz, appreciate your thoughts as always on a Sunday morning. Enjoy the footy today and tomorrow, and we'll talk next week. On you, guys.